Welcome to episode 34 of the Into the Wee Hours podcast. My name is Sarah Pendergrass and I am joined over Zoom by my wonderful co-host Kristen Vorton. Hello! <laughs> Whoa, that was fine. We're almost getting to Christmas, so I'm feeling good. <laughs> everyone can now do their volume adjustments. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't laughed yet. Now I have. Now they can do their volume adjustments. <laughs> it was that that said that it was Rob, wasn't it? <laughs> it was Rob. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know All what? Right. So as you just mentioned, we are recording just before Christmas, but this episode will land as we head into the new year. Um, With that in mind, we thought, okay, like, how are we going to round out the year? How are we going to head into 2023? And we had the idea of contacting all of our guests and giving them the opportunity to send us a wee update. A wee update. A wee update. (laughs) We should have asked if they had any update to their wildest wees. That'll be for next year. (laughs) We can keep that one in our back pocket. Um, And the idea as well is I've had quite a few comments from people who have actually loved when we've had repeat guests on because we interview people, we hear all about their adventures, all about stories, races that they're planning, and we don't necessarily hear for them after. They just kind of disappear into the ether. So I thought this was a nice wee way to um, hear from them again and not only hear how their year has been, but what their intentions are for the year ahead. And even just like putting it all together and stuff, it was, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Again, you said we, as in like the proverbial we of you and I, but again, I'm going to toss it back at you. This is all Sarah's idea, which has been amazing and it's going to be really cool. I'm very excited about it. Just listening to them all come through has been really fun. And I also feel like I owe you an apology because, okay, I did have this idea, but I think I had underestimated how much editing, (laughs) that's your role here, is going to take. So apologies. I just keep flicking you through these files in all formats. I'm like, we'll turn this into a magical podcast episode. Thank you. She'll be right. (laughs) It's all good. It's for the the better cause of the podcast. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you, Kristen. So since it was your idea, and you definitely put some thought into it as well, um, so what the format did uh, that Sarah kind of put together for our guests that you'll hear in just a minute is we asked them three questions. So I'll throw it over to you first. But the three questions were, what's a highlight of 2022 been for you? What's a lesson you've learned this year? And an intention or goal for 2023? So would you like to kick us off, Sarah? Yeah. And I would say as well, we kept it that general. So when you listen to the responses, you'll hear some people have gone adventure focused, some people have gone deeper in life, which is really cool as well, just to see the variety of responses that have come through. So for me, I could go deep, but I think that's probably for another podcast. (laughs) So I'm going to keep mine mainly adventure focused. Um, A highlight of 2022 for me, although I say adventure focused, the highlight of 2022 has been meeting my partner, Beth. Um, she is a wonderful human and I'm very excited for the adventures that we have already shared, but also adventures going forward. And I guess a little story associated with that, which often when I'm talking to people who aren't adventure or bike people, they don't really get it. But this is a great forum that Beth and I connected over the fact that we have the same Revelate Designs full-size frame bag. <laughs> Cute. And uh, how did you meet? Oh, we met online, Kristen. So this is hope for everyone out there who's online dating. There are some wonderful humans out there hanging there. I do kind of feel like I'm going to take a a tiny, tiny bit of credit for it. I think I pushed you to do some online dating. I think a few of my friends pushed me to do some online dating. You had lots of people to thank for it then. No, no, you're definitely in there for sure. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, And another highlight, actually, which kind of leads into my lesson is just the beauty of shared adventures. So I've had some really fun, very like short overnight type shared adventures this year. Um, One of them being I actually went back to Scotland for the first time since pre-COVID. I had an overnighter in the Cairngorms with one of my best friends, Ailey, staying in a bothy, which is like a Scottish mountain hut and just hiking for a couple of days, which was amazing. 
Um, another one was a Minjeriba trip, which um, Alison, you'll hear, she actually mentions. So we went bikepacking on Minjeriba or Stradbroke Island um, with a bunch of people. I'd only ever actually met Alison in person before. I hadn't met any of the other group, even though I'd connected with them on Instagram. And it was so fantastic to meet those people in person and to just share like the simplest, most fun beach riding adventure. And then I've been bikepacking with Beth as well. So it's been a really good reminder for me. Um, as much as I love solo missions and I'll continue to do that, it's been a lesson or a reminder that there's so much beauty in sharing adventures too. And then in terms of an intention, um, yeah, I mean, more adventures, please. But um, one very particular thing is I've noticed myself saying a lot, like, I love being outdoors. I love being in nature. Um, and an intention for me is to get more curious and more educated about like the flora and fauna that I'm surrounded by. So quite often I'll hear like birds or I'll see trees. I'm like, oh, it's so beautiful. But actually I would love to be like, oh, I can hear this bird. And that's because we're in this environment and actually just be more educated in it. When I was working as a kayak guide, I was really like up to speed with the environment I was in. I knew all about the weather, the seasons, the wildlife. And I feel like I'm kind of lacking that at the moment, just really only very surface level. So that is really my main intention adventure wise. And then just a bigger one um, is I do love to journal around the new year and I like to pick a word for the year. And um, my word for 2023 is creativity. And I didn't really come up with that with adventure specifically in mind. Like I was thinking of like both professionally and personally with my writing and my illustrations, but I think that can really be pulled through into adventure as well. So, oh, and podcasting, obviously, is a creative outlet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so creativity is my word for 2023. Wow, those are all my really thoughtful <laughs> and amazing, and I can't wait to see what 2023 is for Sarah Pendy. all right kb over to you let's hear it oh man um i keep thinking about these and i'm in just such a funny spot at the moment that it's really hard for me to answer them so they'll probably change about midway through and i'm actually totally cool with that i used to like try and do new year's resolutions and everything else um And it never really worked for me. It always changes, which I'm so happy with. So um, for right now, when we are recording on Friday, the 23rd of December, (laughs) this is going to be the answer. Yeah, (laughs) these will be the answers that are relevant right now. (laughs) But that could change literally in two weeks. Um, So a highlight for 2022 for me, I'll kind of answer in a couple different ways as well. Like adventure wise, I didn't do very much. I did kind of have in the back of my head potentially to run the length of uh, Gary or Fraser Island. And that's still something that I would, I don't know why it just, that just seems really interesting. I'm also finding that I struggle to make the plans for those types of adventures, but that one seemed very um, accessible and uh, something that I could do um, and something that Phil could be a part of as well. So I, I still have that in mind. I, I don't know if that's 2023 yet. Um, so really for adventure wise, like I, I did black all again, which was amazing. Great day out. Like again, super happy that my body could make it through. I was healthy and got a little five minute PB. Like it was all good. So that's probably the adventure highlight for me, but really the big highlight in terms of my personal life was, um, my business salty pack. So that's definitely taken over, um, a lot of my life, which I love, (laughs) but that kind of leads into a lesson that I've learned for the year is I, I really, I've never been good at finding balance I really need to, well, I guess it's probably a lesson and an intention (laughs) is I need to find some balance. That's my intention for 2023, but I have a lot of, uh, business goals for Salty Pack, uh, for 2023. Um, in terms of adventure goals, I would, I'm, I'm just still up in the air if I'm going to do Black All 100 or if I'm going to do the 50. If I do the 50, I still get into the 500 club, which I think is a pretty cool milestone. Um, but yeah, hearing about how like Luke, you'll hear in a second as well is he got picked for Western States. I hope everybody already knew that (laughs) spoiler alert. (laughs) And he's just so excited. And I was like, Oh, that's right. Like that would be such a cool race to get into. And I've got to do black all to keep getting my tickets in as well. So I'm really kind of up in the air, whether or not I'm doing the hundred or the 50. Um, yeah. And that's kind of the big, probably adventure thing for me, but 
I think um, Salty Pack will definitely take up a lot of time for me again this year. Um, and it's hard, like training for a hundred K with work, no matter what you're doing is pretty hard. I don't have anything like in terms of a word for the year or anything like that. But... <laughs> word for the year. <laughs> I thought that was really good. Yeah. Creativity is perfect. Um, but yeah, maybe more intentions is just like spending more time with my dogs and my husband. And that's probably just all part of the lesson of, I need to find balance and the intention to find more balance. So yeah, a bit boring. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Kristen, please take that back. You have started a new business that is absolutely thriving. You are the most busy human I know and you're still managing to podcast. So please, hardly boring. Like you're you're doing fantastically and I'm excited to see what happens next yeah. year for you too. It, whatever happens, it will be very exciting and I'm very excited about, about it and to share with everybody. So yeah. Awesome. And yeah, so that's from us. That's our uh, answers to our to our questions there. Our questions, our responses. I don't know. We set them all. Um, and yeah, I guess let's hand over to our guests and hear what they had to say. You. Hey, Sarah, this is Matt Wilkins from episode four. I'm going to go through and answer these questions for you now. So... I've done this a bunch of times and I really hope I get it right this time. So fingers crossed. Uh, Number one, what's a highlight of 2022 been for me? This one's pretty easy. It was coming into the studio and having a chat to both of you on the Into the Wee Hours podcast. It was super fun. It was a first for me and definitely sticks out as a highlight of 2022. So yeah, thanks so much for that opportunity. Second question, what's a lesson I've learned this year? Oh, there's been heaps. Heaps of lessons. Every year I learn heaps of lessons. Uh, One that stands out for me this year is like taking opportunities that come my way. So um, yeah, this year I had the opportunity to become a course conductor for the PMBIA, which is the professional body of mountain bike coaching. Um, Took that and made some difficult choices to actually get to training sessions and uh, make things happen. And yeah, ended up by running a whole bunch of sessions at the end of the year all over Australia, (laughs) which has been epic, been super cool. I've got to ride with a whole bunch of cool people and I've found that I really, really enjoy it. So take opportunities that come your way, work hard to make them happen and cool things come from that. Uh, let's see the last question, which I, if I could operate my phone, what's an intentional goal I have for 2023? For me, it's going to be to bring a little bit more fun to everything I do. Um, yeah, this year, sometimes things have felt like a bit of a chore, a bit of a struggle, uh, to get through. And I know whenever I've bought that sense of fun and, you know, giving something back to the people I'm working with, it's really changed, uh, the outcome, how I felt about the session you know, how or what I've delivered has actually been way better as well. So yeah, that's going to be my intention for 2023, bringing a little bit more fun to everything I do. Hi, this is Cecilia from episode five and 32. First question, what's a highlight of 2022 been for you? There is many because this year has been awesome. But uh, one that's really high up there is the three-month Europe trip I got to do with my love, Tom. Um, Yeah, that was just so epic. And obviously, they won't be happening every year. So, yeah, that is a big, big highlight. Um, Next one. What's a lesson you have learned this year? A lesson doesn't come straight to my mind, but something I've learned recently is to feel better around my training. Um, Yeah. And the next one is tell us about an intention or a goal for 2023. So I've only recently started thinking about this, uh, what my goal is going to be. And I think it will be that I want to go and run the 171 case at UTMB. So that's going to be a big goal and it's a scary one. All right. Happy New Year's, everyone. 
Hello, Into the Wee Hours. It's Luke here from episode 7. Hope everyone's 2023 is off to a great start and uh, everyone has some amazing adventures planned. Also, I hope that Into the Wee Hours continues to bring some great content for this coming year like they did in 2022. What have my highlights of 2022 been? Well, there's been a few. Uh, I've had a pretty good year all in all. I think, uh, you know, planting the veggie garden in the tiny home has been a bit of a highlight. Um, but probably can't go past our trip to Italy and spending a week in the Dolomites and getting to run low 100Ks over in the Italian mountains was pretty special and hard to beat. A lesson that I've learnt this year is to try and find some balance and to learn how to switch off and actually relax, not just pretend, relax, scroll your phone, etc. Um, definitely had some energy and fatigue issues this year and one of the things I've really had to have a good hard look at myself on is about how I manage my time and what I actually do to unwind and switch off so that's been my biggest lesson for this year. My intention or goal for 2023, uh, plenty of intentions, I'm really looking forward to lots of uh, continuing some lots of positive work stuff and plenty of um, learning in uh, the psychology here, sports psych, um, run coaching area but also um, I think I probably can't go past uh, getting a ticket into Western States Endurance Run 100 mile race in June um, that was my year and planning my year was largely being dictated by lottery results this year and I was pretty stoked to get that um, lottery ticket for the Western States um, and now that I have got it, it I must admit I have been probably more excited than um, I have ever been before before for a race and um, it has taken me a bit by surprise how much I'm really looking forward to it and can't wait for the journey and the build up to that but also the run itself it's going to be um, a yeah it's going to be a fun fun experience um, yeah that's me uh, all the best hi it's Hannah from episode eight. What was my highlight of 2022? I was in between jobs for a few weeks this year and took the time off to do a road trip through Colorado, Wyoming, and Idaho. And I went backpacking in all three of those states and did river rafting. And I was lucky enough to have different groups of friends with me during different sections all along the way. So it was just such a fun way to get out there, but also get to hang out intimately with some friends that I don't get to see as much as I would like to. What is a lesson I've learned from this year? Something I'm constantly learning, but definitely a lot this year, is just patience and the unknown and uncertainty. Me and my partner, Chris, moved to San Diego this year and... There was just a lot of uncertainty in that and lots of changing and transitioning and stuff. So being comfortable and patient with that and not trying to speed up the process was a huge lesson from this year. Tell us an intention or goal you have for 2023. A goal for 2023 I have is to just enjoy feeling settled in my new city and enjoy that I've been making new friends and hopefully be more established in a lot of those friend groups. I have a new job and everything. So just enjoying not having all the transitions of 2022 and just reaping the benefits of all the hard work I put in. Hello, Sarah and Kristen. It's Toby Lukens from episode 12. Uh, looking back at 2022, I uh, didn't do any large trips on the scale of the divide ride. However, we did manage to get in several family camping trips. Uh, to pick one as a favorite, uh, I did a two-night backpacking trip in the Catskills region in New York with my eldest daughter. For some history on this, my daughters are just over a year apart, and when my eldest turned four, I took her on a small overnight hike. Uh, she had a mini backpack with a spoon, a banana, and a favorite soft toy, and 
we hiked in a couple miles to a small quiet campsite uh, she loved the experience and I repeated the same trip the following year with my second daughter uh, as they turned six uh, we found a slightly more challenging hike and this year my eldest turned eight and we sought out a bigger hike again I guess the goal of these trips has been to make them challenging enough to feel rewarding while uh, still being achievable for them. Uh, it really is fun to see your kids enjoy themselves and flourish in uh, what could be considered kind of tough environments. Uh, as for lessons learned this year, uh, I entered a 24-hour mountain bike race in February. It's called 24 Hours in Old Pueblo, held in the, the desert in southern Arizona. It's quite a cool event. Essentially, there's a tiny village that pops up in the desert uh, solely for this race. So everyone that's there is sort of either riding or supporting the event. And uh, I, uh, maybe foolishly, took my wooden bike. And the trail is quite rocky in places. And uh, you're riding it in poor light sometimes into the sun and sunset and in the dark. And unfortunately, I hit a couple of rocks much harder than I wanted to and ended up breaking the frame about uh, seven hours into the event. Uh, I was able to patch it up and then uh, when I got home I was able to repair the, the frame. So while it was disappointing, uh, it did highlight several of the flaws in my sort of design and construction of that bike. So uh, if I ever get around to building another frame, uh, I'll be able to put that knowledge to good use, I guess. Uh, looking forward like, towards next year, um, I re-entered this 24-hour mountain bike race, so it's coming up again here soon in February. And I'm taking a more appropriate bike, so hopefully I can uh, see that through. Uh, I also put my name in the uh, lottery for the Leadville 100 mountain bike race. So, fingers crossed there. And uh, as for a family, um, I'm just going to continue to get out and get some more family sort of camping trips and adventures in and uh, maybe the odd wild we. Uh, thanks guys and uh, hope everyone has a great New Year's. Hi, this is Danny Longman from episode 15. So what is a highlight of 2022 for you? Uh, the main highlight for me was the Black Sea rowing expedition in uh, back in June. I was lucky enough to be part of a four-person team who set a new world record for a speed crossing by Ocean Rowboat of the Black Sea. Um, it was about 1,200, 1,300 kilometers. We did it in just under 10 days, and it was a fantastic experience. So yeah, I would say that is my highlight. Um, pushing it close, though, would be basically just exploring my backyard, um, exploring with my partner, with my friends, the mountains, by bike, by foot, uh, has been a lot of fun too. Okay, question two. What is a lesson you have learned this year? I think my answer to this builds on my answer to the previous one, and it's basically to do things with great people. I think great people are what make great adventures. So I would say um, the, from the Black Sea perspective, the team were fantastic. I didn't know them beforehand in, to any great detail. We'd only met three or four times, but they were they were fantastic. They really made the expedition and the memories really, really stem from them as much as they do the environment. Um, I was lucky enough to have a multi-day hiking trip and camping trip uh, while camping in the Pyrenees with a really good friend. I had a saw the year in actually 2022 in with my with my partner on a bike packing trip in Portugal, and all of the memories um, that are coming from the year have been very much from the people, just as much if not more than the places. So, doing great things uh, with great people, <laughs> I think, is the lesson I've learned this year. And question three, tell us about an intentional goal for 2023. To be honest, I think do more things with the people I'm close to. Um, sometimes your expeditions or your adventures or your goals can be quite isolating. They can take you away from the people you're closest to. And then afterwards, you, you can try to share everything with them. But it's really hard. You know, they went there. They didn't, although try as, they try as hard as they can, they don't necessarily. It's really hard to communicate precisely what it was like if they went there. So what I'd love to do in 2023 is spend more time doing the things I love with the people I am closest to. So there are my answers. Have a great Christmas and New Year. Thank you. Hi, 
Hi Sarah and Kristen, it's Emma Reimer here from episode 16, just filling you in a little bit about my 2022. For me, 2022 has been a tough year, I have to admit. Um, lots has been happening, some big changes, but a highlight for me on the bike um, would be my first gravel race, gravel and granite in Tenterfield in March, um, 24 hour at Hidden Vale in April, um, yeah, Hidden Vale Epic in September, and also Gravel Nationals in July. I think they were the only four races I actually got to. Um, off the bike, some highlights have been, well, so many. Um, moving, <laughs> moving from Stansthorpe to Brisbane, changing careers, and actually making um, mountain biking and mountain bike coaching, yeah, my job. Um, so yeah, when a passion takes over, it really takes over. And lessons that I've learnt this year, whew, as I said, it's been a tough year, um, probably the toughest of my dad dying in July. So, oh, excuse me, lessons are that life is short. So live a life that's congruent with your values, with people you care about, doing the things that, that fill your soul. Value experiences over possessions, value family over everything else, because in the end, possessions are just stuff. As far as my goals and intentions for 2023, I think more time with my family and my children, continuing to find what works for me is the perfect work-life balance. There'll be one more move. There've been three this year. There'll be one more next year. So my other goal is to settle um, and to have home again. On the bike, I'm really, really looking forward to getting back into racing and consistent training particularly working towards Wembo 24-hour solos. Um, so the World Championships are coming to Australia in November. So consistent training, fun rides with friends, adventure rides, exploring new places, riding with my husband Dylan and enjoying my riding. Um, so having fun rides and training rides, giving back to my sport and giving back to my community. Thank you. Hey, it's Tom. I was on episode 17. So the highlight of 2022 for me was definitely our trip to Europe. And specifically in that was just reuniting with family and friends, which obviously has been a little while uh, for us. Um, so that's highlight number one. And highlight number two was seeing Cecilia cross to the, the finish line at CCC. That was awesome. A lesson I've learned from this year. Well, that is, I think, to become a better listener and basically just hold my tongue a little bit longer when I'm in a conversation with somebody and, and see what comes out from the other side. An intention for 2023 is, well, first up, we, uh, Cecilia and I, are moving back to Brisbane. So numero uno on the intentions is to make sure that that move goes, um, goes well and that we start our new time in Brisbane as happily and healthily as possible. And intention number two is um, a project which I've got brewing. I won't plug it here, but um, essentially it's um, it's something that I'm hoping will benefit the running form specialist and athlete community alike um, in providing uh, something that's genuinely meaningful and beneficial to that community and helping athletes improve their technique um, in the co coaching and tech space. So uh, yeah, watch this space. Thanks, guys. Hey, it's Alison from episode 18. Uh, one of the highlights of 2022 for me was uh, riding in a few different places in Australia and meeting new people from the bikepacking community. It's been really awesome uh, doing a few different rides. So we organized a ride at Stradbroke and met up with a couple of people who are local to Brisbane, but also Maddie came in from Canberra, just especially to meet up with a few different people and uh, go for a ride in a new place. I've really enjoyed the connection that I'm, I've been able to build through the bikepacking community, including um, the ride that I did at Clark's Gambit in New South Wales. Meeting new people at that event was really awesome. I'm not usually someone who does group rides, but uh, this was a really awesome opportunity to meet a bunch of people who I had been uh, talking to online for a while and just finally meet up with them in person. It was really, really lovely. 
A lesson that I have learned from 2022 is I would say don't be too hard on yourself if you don't ride your bike every day and you don't go on huge adventures. Um, There has been some times this year where I just really have not been able to get on the bike and at times I was kind of struggling with that but um, I have been doing some other really awesome things um, and spending more time with friends and family and my partner and uh, going on different adventures and learning to surf and skateboard and uh, just appreciating that is something that I think is um, a learning curve this year but um, in a positive way. Mm, an intention or a goal for 2023, I would have to say – uh, ride in more places with my partner and get him into uh, bikepacking and enjoying it as much as I do. I would really love to show him a few different places and um, go bikepacking and camping together and experience some little adventures together like that um, and just incorporate our uh, passion for adventure with um, bikepacking. So that's probably my intention this year coming. Hello, Sarah and Kristen. It's Leif here. Hope you're both well. And just going to find my notes to record this podcast. So highlight for 2022 for me. Well, I thought uh, UTA would have been Ultra Trail Australia. I did the 100K or just shy of 100K distance um, for that one, Um, but it wasn't the highlight for me. Um, It was a pretty cool race still. Might do it again one day, don't know. Um, I think the main highlight for me, or there's probably a couple, so the Grampians Peak Trail over in the Grampians in Victoria, um, it's about 160 k's, and I fast packed that solo over four days. Um, that was epic. That was super tough. I've done the Larapinta Trail as well, and a lot of comparisons are made between the Larapinta and the Grampians Peaks Trail. And I would have to agree with the people that say the Grampians Peaks Trail is more difficult, even though it's shorter. Um, but just stunning scenery. If you can get out onto either some of the sections. Um, or do the whole thing it's amazing Um, and I've just got back from a trip to New Zealand and yeah New Zealand is also amazing Um, so I'd recommend getting over there if you can as well always so much to see and do in New Zealand Um, my main goal was to climb Mount Cook but that didn't come off Uh, the whole Linda Glacier access um, was heavily crevassed and yeah no one was climbing it so that was a bummer, but um, we adjusted plans and went up some other stuff and had some cool adventures. I think what I learned over there, which was a highlight for me, it was it's just kind of a good thing to scare yourself once a year. Uh, and I mean to scare yourself in like a physical way, um, out in nature and scare yourself by nature. So not someone coming up and scaring you for various reasons, but if you can put yourself in a position that's not unsafe, but it's maybe on the limit, of uh, what's comfortable for you I think that's really grounding and you know humbling in a lot of ways too Um, and just the biggest highlight for me this year was really just getting my body to a comfortable place that I could run long distances at a pace that I was happy with Uh, I learned to enjoy going a bit slower this year um, in a trade-off for running longer I guess Uh, at the end of the day I'm never going to be winning or breaking records in any races I do um, I'm out there for me and I think that's really hard sometimes to reflect back on Um, and it's easy to lose sight of the joy of any of this stuff if we start doing it for anyone but ourselves so that was some of the highlights for me Um, lessons I've learnt well that was kind of one of them at the end there Um, do it for you Uh, one big one was Never, I never use as many gels out on the trails as I think I'm going to and always come home with extras in my pack. So I kind of need to uh, recalibrate for next year, I think, on that one. Um, and on a more serious note, um, lessons I've learned this year is that nothing about evolving 
in yourself or in any physical endeavor is easy. It takes effort every single day to become and put yourself in a better position to achieve the goals that you're, you're fighting for. Um, I think the North Face got it right. I'm not sponsored by them. But uh, their slogan says, never stop exploring. And I think that kind of sums up everything beautifully. Um, you know, go as far as you think you can. And when you get there, you'll be able to go a little bit further and see a little bit further towards another part of your goal. So just keep pushing. One step at a time literally gets us there at the end. Um, and next time you're able to do a little bit more. Uh, people talk about the one percenters when it comes to elite level performance or any level of performance, but I think the real one percenters are the one percent of effort that we are able to put in on a daily basis to help us and push us towards whatever better position we're striving for. One percent is like cutting your tags off your clothes or buying the fancy marathon Nike shoes. They might help, but it's the stuff I think we do behind the scenes in our day-to-day, every day, that really makes the difference and lets us achieve the things that we're hoping to achieve and doing those things consistently. For me, that's a big learning that that's the 1% is for me, just getting up and doing it every day. I heard on a podcast someone talking about um, what's the minimum you could do every day, no matter what. And I think that's a good thing to actually... Well, sorry, that was my dog barking in the background for a change, not Ness or Bear. Um, uh, so I think, yeah, sitting down and thinking about what the minimum I can do every day, no matter what, is a really good thing to spend some time to do. Um, and on that, that leads nicely into, I guess, my plans for next year uh, are probably to sit down and work out what the minimum I can do every day is. Um, both physically and mentally, like emotionally, you've got to prepare yourself for everything we do from day to day, whether that's work or a physical endeavor. So I think, yeah, just giving ourselves the space to do that is really important. Um, obviously, I'm going to keep running. Um, I've got some goals in mind, like I'm pretty keen to get over to, I think it's in Bright, uh, the Buffalo Stampede in Victoria. Um, a few other local ultras uh, I'll definitely jump in on. Um, there's Black Hole and the Cozzy Run um, that I'm pretty interested in doing as well. And I'm also, through work at the fire department, trying to get off the ground a run for us to do as a charity run from Melbourne to Adelaide. It was done by Fireys um, as, a, as a charity run about 30 years ago. Actually, 30 years ago would be in 2023. So hoping to do that again as like a 30th anniversary thing. So that'll be like a bit of a relay run from Melbourne to Adelaide. Um, so stay tuned for that one. Um, what else have I got planned for next year? Yeah, I bought a bike, so a push bike, um, a Kona unit, bike packing kind of thing. So I'm pretty excited to get out on that. I haven't used it a lot yet. Um, done a couple of little local rides, but um, I'm pretty keen to, uh, you know, do the Mawson Trail or go to New Zealand and do the old ghost road or something like that so um there's heaps of stuff to do on bikes so i'm pretty keen to explore that realm um i wouldn't mind going back to new zealand for trail running events or bike riding or you know obviously going back and trying to climb mount cook again there's the posty bike ride i did a year ago i'm hopefully going to do that next year as well um as a fundraiser for the cancer council and just going to focus on trying to do something every day so my minimum um sometimes things get really hard and it can be super hard to push on to the next day but this last year has really taught me to just keep going in any way you possibly can sometimes just to keep moving keep making plans even if they don't eventuate um and just keep looking for your own ways to have little adventures my dog Boston's helped me a lot through this last year, going on little adventures with him every day. Um, sometimes a walk down the street is the minimum I can do. So it's cool having a little buddy to get out with and do that with. Um, and I'm sure he'll continue to play a big part in 2023 for me as well. So Merry Christmas to all the listeners out there, to you two doing an amazing job. 
this podcast is awesome. Thank you for the time and effort you guys put in to making it happen. I always look forward to hearing from the other uh, people you have on and every other person's adventures and plans and thoughts and goals. It's inspiring. And obviously, Merry Christmas to all the dogs out there as well. And I'm sure they are giving their owners so much more than they will ever know, just like mine is. Thank you very much. Signing off from life. See ya. G'day. It's Sammy Brown here. You might remember me from episode 20. I had a great chat with Kristen and Sarah about running and dogs and cats and some more running, believe it or not. Highlight of 2022 for me would be international travel. Team Brown was lucky enough to get overseas for a couple of races that Mrs. Brown got into. Western States 100, I'm not sure if you've heard of it. She also made it onto the Australian team for the Sky Running World Champs in Italy, so it was good to have a bit of a look around over there. Lessons I learnt in 2022 would be running progress isn't linear. To enjoy the process, do the work, and appreciate the PBs when they come. Goals for 2023 would be Tarawera 100k in Rotorua, New Zealand. I'm coming for you. I'm also aiming for the Cradle Mountain Skyline Traverse in Tassie and make my annual pilgrimage towards a road marathon PB. Wish me luck. Hope to see you out there. Bye. Hi, it's Megan Brown or Brownie. I have been lucky enough to chat with the beautiful Sarah and Kristen twice, first on episode 21 as a general about me, and again on episode 30 about my run, uh, in inverted commas, at Western States. A highlight of 2022 for me has been where I've got two, so finishing 12th and first Australian female at the World Sky Running Champs in Italy followed pretty closely by my run at the Black Hole 100, uh, running 10.52 and being the second fastest woman in the event's history was really incredible. A lesson I've learned this year is it takes a team. I had an incredible team at Western States with Sam, my partner. Uh, you can hear him on episode 20. Gemma Purandere, now that <laughs> I did practice saying her, your last name, Gem, uh, and Chris Hill, Hilly. Uh, I wouldn't have finished without them, that's for sure, and I'm eternally grateful. A goal or intention for 2023? Uh, so I've been reflecting on myself as a runner and can see in the past year I've shifted into having high confidence and low expectations around races. Um, so next year I want to shift again and I feel like I'm ready to be in a space where I can have high confidence and high expectations. So I'm going to keep backing myself even more in 2023. See you on the trails. Uh, hi there, this is Genevieve Birch from episode 22. Um, so just here to do a little bit of the podcast roundup. So first of all, my highlight from 2022 was completing the Cairns to Karumba bike ride. Um, I was especially pleased uh, with how it turned out. I'd actually had COVID a couple of weeks before and um, so we're certainly feeling a little bit anxious coming into it, but I um, managed to complete it and um, learned lots of lessons about, you know, um, how to keep going when it's tough or and, and definitely about fueling your body the right way and things like that. Um, so my biggest takeaway though from this year was even if you're in the middle of like a really hard slog and that can be work or it can be something that you're doing in the outdoors, um, there's always time to stop and like take in a little bit of beauty, whether that's um, your surroundings, um, maybe like a, a, a tree or a flower that you haven't seen before. And that little time investment is just, it gives you so much more in the payoff than what it took for you to notice in the first place. The intention that I'm taking into 2023 is to try and be a little bit more proactive about my health. I've been ill a number of times this year, which I really feel like has eaten into my um, my adventuring time. And so next year, I'm going to hopefully go in, 
being a little bit proactive, looking after my diet, um, doing some mindfulness and all that sort of thing to try and stay on top of it and hopefully maximize my time spent doing the things that I love. Thank you. Hey, it's Kira Molnar from episode 23. My highlight for 2022 has been winning an Australian longboard title and also winning the WSL World Longboard Trials to get into um, the Manly event, um, finishing equal ninth at that event, and then 19th overall in the world. Um, my lesson that I have is don't sweat the small stuff because there's much bigger things happening any of the people's lives or more important things in the world than spilling your coffee over yourself. Um, my intentions for 2023 include trying to get back onto the World Longboard Tour and compete overseas, but also have fun traveling and just surfing and doing what I love. Thanks. Have a great Christmas and New Year. This is Julie and Andy Russell from episode 26, recapping the year 2022 as we end into 2023. As we head into December, the end of the year, we requested by Kristen and Sarah to put together a little synopsis of our adventurous year, which has uh, been another great year in the books. Um, I think uh, Kristen's requested a couple questions to kind of recap the year, which was kind of interesting, kind of give us all a little food for thought for uh, for the next year. And Julie, our first of our highlights, yeah. answering three questions. What What's a highlight of 22 been for you? We did some great travel. Um, we visited Kristen and went snorkeling uh, in the Great Barrier Reef. That was unforgettable and beautiful, and then a uh, hiking trip through the Tyrol Mountains uh, in Europe was another highlight, so I have two. <laughs> <laughs> well, so for 2020, yeah, I mean, a kind of a big year being retired to actually have lots of time to do fun adventuring. We've actually, as we finish up 22, hope to even try to uh, throttle it back a little for 23. We had spent so much time traveling, like to spend a little more time at home and spend time at our own home in Reno, Nevada. Um, we actually, as, as Julie mentioned, we did had a lot of traveling, and a highlight, of course, was uh, Australia, Cairns, and the Great Barrier Reef. That was really a, a memorable experience for us. And actually, one thing I would recommend for 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 just adventurous trekkers was. Uh, was a trip to Eurohike in Europe, which they uh, basically put together kind of a six-day trip, which was about uh, 10 to 15 miles of hiking every day, and it was just kind of at your own pace, and you could kind of make whatever you what you may, and it was uh, really a, a really really a nice memorable experience, and again would recommend to anyone. So that probably was my biggest highlight, along with all my shoe days of golfing, riding, uh, motorcycle riding, uh, skiing. So more of that for 23. <laughs> Turns out we <laughs> had the same highlights. <laughs> um, a lesson you've learned this year. Um, so we are both in our 60s, and I know um, intuitively to keep our bodies moving. But also this year I learned to um, concentrate on brain health. We have a couple of friends that... Um, are having some issues, neurological issues, and um, I don't know how to protect that, but it's definitely been a lesson that I've learned this year. Um, one lesson that keeps coming and it seems to amplify each year for me is, uh, is uh, you know, probably I think most of the people that, you know, that uh, follow this are probably a bit younger, but uh, um, you can kind of learn from this. Every year I kind of sometimes get frustrated in my year of, of sporting thinking that uh, I just will not throw up the aging card and uh, and I always live vicariously through older athletes you know the athletes that are 75 and still doing you know marathons and this and that so you know 99% of everybody you run into is is playing that card early and uh, um, just skiing the other day, 64 feeling, you know, my age is 64 feeling, you know, I'm still 
uh, cut it up with the best of them, but uh, you know you kind of feel like a little achy. But uh, to ride the chair with a 78-year-old and he's still cutting it up as as much as anybody else, I think the biggest thing is to uh, just uh, you know I, I don't ever let because I've I've truly been caught into that that uh, rut where I feel like I'm going downhill and I keep pushing at it and it uh, and I can always prevail. So that's actually one thing to. Um, Always keep striving. I think Ed, uh, my Strava popped up with 122 days of activity this year, so I'll always just continue for more. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, an intention or goal for 2023? It seems like we're pretty well aligned because Andy already mentioned mine, and we did not discuss these beforehand. Mine is to stay local and um, uh, contribute to the community a little bit more. I have a competing intention, which is to travel in the US and just understand some of our people a little better. We don't always see eye to eye, and I, I think by getting out there and um, kind of living some of the life, that maybe that would open my eyes a little more. Uh, so st staying on that track a little bit, I guess I was going to immediately go into <laughs> to to continue to just keep pounding it out and keep doing the stuff. But uh, but well said. Actually, we've got a lot of stuff. Just to, you know, there's a lot of stuff in your own backyard of smelling the roses. We've got you know a lot of beautiful communities. So maybe kind of uh, uh, revisiting where we are, which is an absolutely beautiful place where we are in the mountains, up on uh, ten thousand foot Mount Rose, and uh, have you know beautiful mountain scenery in our backyard so maybe to um, kind of again stay local and kind of enjoy our own scenery because we've uh, <laughs> had such a fabulous run at traveling and uh, so intentions yeah um, you know maybe a little bit of smelling the roses locally and uh, and actually and I'll throw in the last thing that kind of uh, brain health everybody should needs to keep conscious of that because you start to lose it as, as you age, um, over and out podcasters. Happy 2023. Yeah. Happy holidays to everybody and happy new year. Hey, it's Marie Connor, episode 27. Um, happy to answer a couple of questions. Uh, what was the highlight of 22 for me? Uh, well, having just pulled off a really great race, and it being so fresh in my mind, I'm going to have to say being the back-to-back -back winner of Costa Cozy 240 kilometer, um, winning last year and this year as the first female. Unbelievable. Like, I'm, so, I'm so grateful and happy for that. Oh, it was such a beautiful day and night and day. The weather was like Goldilocks, not too hot, not too cold. I, I've had 40-degree temps and I've had torrential rain, so this year was just beautiful. Uh, fifth overall out of 50 runners, first woman, uh, missing out on fourth overall by about two minutes. Um, but, yeah, unbelievable. Or, uh, or was it stepping onto an athletics track in June for the very first time having a crack at a 24-hour race? Uh, that was at the Southern Sydney 24-hour race in June. It was amazing because I'd never been on an athletics track before and I thought, oh, yeah, why not do it? Because it doubled as the Australian 24-hour championship for Aura um, and I was first woman there running 211 Ks. So that was great. And, and fourth overall out of 42 or so runners, I think. Oh, that was – maybe that was it. Or maybe – sorry, too many. Maybe it was just getting through the entire year and thousands of kilometres training and having no injuries or issues and, and just being healthy. Um, what lessons have I learned this year? Oh, you know, I'm always learning. There's so much for me to learn. Um, but the best learn I did – the best lesson I did learn this year was that when it all looks like it's going to pot, just be resilient and do the best you can. Um, I mistakenly raced two weeks, five weeks apart earlier this year and it affected me so much more than I'd realised. I was so not recovered physically. Um, my legs were really fatigued and I couldn't run the second race the way I wanted to. But instead of giving up, I just pushed on and, and, and did my best, even though it was, you know, not as good as my best days. It was a bad day, but it ended up being really good and I was ended up becoming... Uh, a, a finisher in the top 10 overall of that race that was in BTU Brisbane Trail Ultra in in July and um, first woman again there so that was pretty cool uh, and from that I just changed the way 
um, that I'm running and re- recovering and racing um, and focusing more on self-care and recovery. Um, yeah, I only raced three races this year, so... Um, a goal or intention for next year, 2023. Would you believe that because I'm still recovering, I have not even put any plans into place for next year? I I know there's a couple of things I want to try. I want to try Last Man Standing. Um, and I have re-signed for BTU again for July 2023, but I'm not sure if I will make it back there. We'll just have to wait and see and you know, new year, I'll, I'll set some intentions and put some things together for the year to race and we'll see how I go. But uh, I guess now it is just to always continue training with dedication and commitment and be consistent and keep myself healthy and maintain a healthy balance of running and family time. So that's probably it for me. Um, Hello, it's Ali Geddes from episode 28, and I'm super stoked to be um, briefly back on Into the Wee Hours to answer a couple of end of the year questions. Number one, what's a highlight of 2022 been for you? I think I'm actually going to sneak in too, because it wouldn't be me if I didn't waffle. Um, So my first one was getting back to the UK in July this year to finally see my family and friends after being away from them for three years. Um, It was absolutely incredible to see all their faces again. And my second one would have to be adopting Princess Paisley Jean, the adventure bun. Um, I now can't imagine life without this flurry, flumpy little creature in it. So she's definitely been a highlight Number two, what's a lesson you've learned this year? Um, a lot of things, some things I can't say on air. <laughs> so I think I'm going to go for um, allowing yourself to be vulnerable, ask for help and accept help doesn't make you less of a resilient person. I've needed more help from the people around me than I've ever needed in my entire life this year. And that's been really scary. But it's taught me that the people that really love you and care for you mean it when they say they'll be there for you. Um, I think I've maybe had to learn that the hard way. But now that I've learned it, I feel incredibly loved and supported and know that I can trust the people around me. Number three. Tell us about an intention or a goal for 2023. So first one is kick this cancer's ass. (laughs) I'm hopefully going to finish chemotherapy in January and then there's talk of radiotherapy, but hopefully by March I will be treatment free. And so my intention is to ride the Munda Biddy track in my April holidays and I'm riding it for the McGrath Foundation because their breast cancer nurse in the Flinders Hospital has been my number one support person um, from a medical perspective and I wanted to find a way to give back. So some point next year, my Instagram and everything is going to be chock full of how to get involved, how to watch, how to donate and I can't wait. I'm absolutely stoked. And as much as I'd like to bring Paisley along on the bike, I feel like there could be some logistical errors. Anyway, happy holidays to everybody. And I hope you have an incredible 2023. Hey, it's Gemma from episode 31. I'm just answering a few questions for the Into the Wee Hours podcast. Um, so the first question is, what's a highlight of 2022? So um, personal highlight for me in 2022 was that we bought a house up in Springbrook and we made the move out of the city into the bush and we have not regretted that decision in one bit. It's been fantastic. Um, a running highlight for me was obviously heading over to Chamonix in August this year for the 
um, Ultra Trail Mont Blanc CCC race. Even though the race didn't go to plan for me, I still am so stoked that I got there and um, had a really great time experiencing Chamonix and all of the surrounding valley and the race and really pumped to get back there and do some more running in the mountains. Um, a lesson learned this year. So, gosh, I've learned quite a few lessons this year. A big one for me is how important strength training is. Um, I have done a huge amount of strength training in the last six months and have noticed a huge difference in my running as a result. Um, really focusing on um, heavy low reps rather than light weight and high reps, which is what I've traditionally done. Um, and I'm now feeling really strong and resilient for um, ultra running and endurance running. So it's definitely made a difference. And that's something I've really learned. Um, probably another lesson is to prioritize my sleep. I managed to run myself down pretty heavily a few times this year by taking on too many things and getting really, really tired. Um, and so I've sort of turned things around and managed to focus on my sleep more and prioritize that. Um, and that's been a big lesson and a big um, benefit for me, um, being able to do that and make sure that I'm fully rested and managing fatigue properly rather than trying to do all of the training and all of the running all of the time. An intention or a goal for 2023. Um, I, well, on a personal level, I would like to finish my PhD in 2023 by the end of the year. That's my plan. Um, the big thing for the year um, will be completing that. It's been a long time coming. I've started my PhD part-time in 2015. So to get that submitted and finished this coming year would be a huge, huge achievement. Um, and free up a lot of time to do more fun things like running. Um, and then a big running goal for me for next year um, is to really – focus on the 50k distance um, in the short term and try and really um, get that right. Um, I had a few really good 50k races in 2019 and 2020 and then 2021 and I think um, I it's easy to lose sight of those shorter distance ultras um, when everyone's doing 100 mile and 200 mile races. But um, if you can nail a 50K and, um, and, and get everything right, then I think you're probably going to set yourself up really well for um, other distances. Um, and I want to try and complete um, a 100-kilometre race overseas next year and do it well and really enjoy it. I have seem to manage to struggle my way through 100K distances more often than not. And it's been a while since I did one that actually felt good and went well. Um, so that's a running goal for me for next year. And, you know, continue working on my strength and make sure that I, um, I see improvements in everything that I do. Anyway, that's a wrap from me. Thanks so much um, to the Into the Wee Hours ladies for for chatting to me this year and i look forward to more chats in the new year and seeing everybody out on the trails in southeast queensland and around the country and wish everybody a happy christmas and see you in the new year hello akana here from episode 33 I am currently still running from Cape York to Melbourne, but by now I'm slightly closer to the finish line. My highlight of 2022 has to be split three ways. Probably it would start with the incredible people I've met down the east coast of Australia. I've met people from all walks of life who have run with me or offered me a spot in their spare room. I've caught a lift with or they've shared their story or just offered a helping hand in any way or even just a slice of orange. Secondly, it's the amazing places I've seen. Australia has some unbelievable wild places to visit and most of them aren't too far off the beaten track. The national parks here are incredibly beautiful um, and it doesn't matter if you go inland or along the coast, they're just absolutely magic. 
And my third highlight would have to be snatching the Guinness World Record. Um, big personal achievement for me, something I had dreamt of for a long time. Um, so that was pretty fun, particularly considering my parents drove a long way to meet me at the finish line for that day. One lesson I've learned this year is sometimes it's okay to go all in. Um, this is the first time in my life I've thrown in the towel with my job and my lease on my apartment in Melbourne and left it all and chased a dream. And I was absolutely terrified. Of course I was. I'm human, um, but ultimately it was the best decision I've ever made. Tiptoe has made me a better human for so many ways. I've had to challenge myself in literally every way out here. Um, and I was terrified. I was scared of failure. I was scared of rejection, particularly when it came to, you know, saying yes to, or getting a yes from sponsors to support this. I think you have to get a pretty thick skin to do something like this, particularly when it's your own work. Um, but it gives you a set of life skills that I think are integral for going out your own and creating your own path. So my intention for 2023 would be to build on all the skills I just talked about in 2022 and everything I learnt and use this new skill set to continue to make a positive step towards conservation, environmental activism and our environment. Tip to toe feels like I've just dipped my toe into the water and I'm very motivated by impact. And now that I've felt the temp and it's warm, I just want to dive straight in. <laughs> I don't know exactly what that means yet. I'm still figuring it out. But the excitement behind Tip to Toe is that I've just left myself open for a lot of opportunity and I can only see myself going forwards in this space. Have a fantastic 2022 and I can't wait to talk to you in 2023. Happy New Year. Thank you to all of our previous guests. That was so much fun to listen to everybody's previous year of 2022 and kicking off into 2023. Yeah, thank you so much to you all for taking the time to do that. Thank you, Kristen, for compiling this episode. And I guess if any of you listening would like to have a think, reflect on these same questions, if you want to share on socials, tag us, we'd love to see as well. And yeah, we will keep chatting to other awesome adventurers in the year ahead. You! <laughs>